I mean, I hate cats to a pretty, pretty extreme level. Welcome to a very special edition of the Long Snapper podcast. It is Craig's Quiz. Hyped <laughs> for weeks, months, only happens once a year. Um, this is the week for it. Um, I'm Adam. Um, I've got Mark with me. Hi, Mark. Hello. On time as always. <laughs> yeah, something like that. Russ is here. Hi, Russ. Uh, welcome back. Yeah, cool. <laughs> uh, Pat's with us. Hello, Pat. Hello. Uh, Rich is here. Hi, Rich. All right. And the man bringing you the much-hyped-awaited quiz, Craig. Hi, Craig. What, Guan? (laughs) (laughs) That was maybe worse than 30 seconds of silence. (laughs) When I planned that little segment in my head, I was hoping for silence, but thanks, Russ. I know, I know you were, which is why why I did that. That that's up there with the time you introduced yourself on this podcast with a "What's up?" (laughs) (laughs) Did I do that once? I did do that once. Yeah, amazing. Uh, Eagle-eared amongst you will will notice that Craig's not here. Um, I assume that he just didn't get round to doing his homework. Um, so he's made up some excuse. Um, <laughs> we may do it next week. We may do it Sunday um, during the during the Super Bowl, before the Super Bowl, after the Super Bowl. We may Let's do, do it, it during next... the Super Bowl. I don't want to watch that. <laughs> the Rams go. <laughs> if the Rams go two scores up, then we should do it. Yeah, maybe we'll see. Um, there might there might be a, a Craig quiz brought to you soon, but it's not going to happen on this podcast. Um, so does that mean we've got to talk about the Super Bowl now? Because you know, I was like, I was more in, more interested in Craig's quiz. Five ten minutes max if we get round to it. Good, Fine. right. We see, like, get this done half hour. Let's like in out done sorted. Thanks very much. <laughs> Enough about your sex life. Wee. Pants. <laughs> <laughs> With half a Z. Hour, that was generous. That was generous. <laughs> All right, I have prepared something in Craig's absence. Who? Um, where did that Craig? <laughs> Craig? This is going well, isn't it? There's a Kirk Jennings moment. <laughs> um, uh, basically, a quiz where you have to give wrong answers to all the questions. <laughs> In honor of Craig. Pay attention because this bit's important. Now, <laughs> you may have heard this format elsewhere. I don't know if it has a name. I've heard it done on other shows. Um, what you have to do is you have to answer the previous question, not the one I've just read you. <laughs> so paying attention is very much of the essence. Um, and it's I'll just go I'll just go around in in a circle as I see you on screen. Um, I'm not going to snake because nobody's nobody's going to complain about that um, this week. Um, just answer questions. As, as they come up, I have a finite number of questions and I'll read them all. Obviously, don't answer the very first question. Um, um, I'm going to go to Mark first. All right. Um, so you will hear two questions and then give us an answer. No, come on, no, you move on to the next person. Just ask me one. I won't give you an answer and then we'll carry on. <laughs> well, we'll... we'll... <laughs> I'll tell you what. I'm not going to explain the rules again. Um... I'm going to tell you 
each time who's answering a question. Let's just see how this goes. Um, Mark, pay attention. Okay. Which quarterback did the Cleveland Browns take with pick 22 of the 2014 NFL Draft? Don't answer now. Um, who is the current NFL commissioner? Um, I didn't think this was difficult. But, okay. <laughs> I can't. I can't think of the um, the the pick. Uh, you, you Johnny, Johnny, Johnny Manziel. You mispronounced it. Prick, not pick. <laughs> Johnny Manziel gets your point. Um, Rich. Which player was arrested this week in Vegas for battery in a nightclub? Roger Goodell. Correct. Russ, who was the NFL's leading rusher by yards in 2021? Alvin Kamara. Which Bengals co-founder has the team's stadium named after him? Jonathan Taylor. Correct. Mark, which Titans wide receivers joked this week about wanting to play for the San Diego Padres? Paul Brown. Correct. Rich. Who is the Atlanta Falcons all-time leading receiver by yards? I wasn't paying attention to the story, so I'm going to say AJ Brown and hope for the Correct. best. Correct. Who is the owner and general manager of the Dallas Cowboys, Russ? Well, I'm going to say Julio Jones. Correct. Pat. Which broadcaster might be calling his last ever Super Bowl for NBC on Sunday? Gary Jones. Correct. <laughs> Mark, which 1985 Chicago Bears player was nicknamed The Bridge? <laughs> Al Michaels. Correct. <laughs> Rich, which future Bengals and Giants wide receiver ran a 4.22 second 40 yard dash <laughs> in 17 combined? This is made worse by the fact that I can't remember his full name. Perry, something Perry. Um, I'm going to give you half a point for Perry. It's William Perry. That's the one. Which quarterback filled in for Russell Wilson this season when he missed three games due to injury? Odell Beckham Beckham Jr.? Uh, uh, No, it's John Ross. Oh, right. Okay, cool. Uh, Pat, who was the last quarterback to take the New York Jets to the playoffs? Geno Smith. Or as I call him, Geno Smith. Um, Mark... Who has thrown the most interceptions in NFL history? Um, <laughs> uh, oh, Mark Sanchez? Correct. <laughs> Rich, after Tom Brady's retirement, who is now the oldest player in the NFL? Bert Favre. <laughs> Good, correct. Uh, Russ, which veterans Buccaneer, uh, which veteran Buccaneers tight end said today that he consider playing with Joe Burrow in the future? Uh, I don't know the answer because I can't remember what <laughs> the name is of the lineman who's the oldest person now in the NFL. So, okay, it was Andrew. Andrew Whitworth. It was. Um, Pat, what is the name of Tom Brady's wife? Robert, I'm special Gronkowski. Correct. <laughs> Mark, I can't which remember. kicker retired in 2019 after scoring a league record career 2,673 points? Yeah, I, I can't remember the question. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Is it Giselle uh, Bunchen? That was Giselle Bunchen. There we go. <laughs> uh, Rich, which head coach lost their job this season after some old racist and sexist emails emerged? I want to say it was Steve Guskowski. 
<laughs> no, it's Adam Vinatieri. Fucking hell, of course it is. Russ, which Las Vegas Raiders tight end is their nominee for this year's Walter Payton Man of the Year? Uh, John Gruden. Correct. <laughs> Pat, who once showed up to Raiders training camp in a hot air balloon? Darren Waller. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> Mark, which current NFL player hosted a two-week run of Jeopardy last spring? Um, oh, yeah, that was Antonio Brown. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> Rich, which quarterback took the Bears to their last Super Bowl? Oh, I love that. Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> Russ, which Alabama Heisman Trophy winner is nicknamed the King? Jake Cutler. That's uh, incorrect. It was Rex Grossman. Oh, yeah, cool. Clue in the name. Um, Pat, who is the owner of the Jacksonville Jaguars? I don't know. He is absent. <laughs> willing to not take a point there um, that's the end of the quiz the correct answer was Derek Henry um, Pat you got five points Russ you got three Rich you got four and a half Mark you got five as well that's a tie Ooh. I don't know how to settle this tie <laughs> that's perfect that's the perfect end to a Craig quiz <laughs> you're, you're right in fact no in one fact, I'll tell you what <laughs> I added it up wrong um, let's just say I added it up wrong Russ you get the music well done Russ <laughs> what? <laughs> this is an outrage. <laughs> I'll, I'll take it. I demand a snake. <laughs> there, there you go. I'm not even sure I got the wrong answers right. Um, yeah. <laughs> all right. Then there we go. That's that out of the way. There will I don't be know how he's gonna, coming. I don't know how he's going to top it next year. <laughs> All right, before we... We'll, we'll look ahead to the Super Bowl in a bit. I don't think we need to spend too long doing that. There's plenty of actual podcasts out there. Um, I mean, we are an actual podcast, but um, <laughs> you'll, get, you'll get better analysis elsewhere if that's your thing. Yeah. Um, let's look at a few other things that have been going on. Uh, we've been kind of talking about head coaching firings um, the last couple of weeks. Um, but I think now every position has been filled if yep. I'm if I'm not mistaken, so I, I mean just just a quick look at who's been who's been hired and any that catch our eye really. Um, the Bears have have got Matt Eberflus, um, who oh. yeah, I mean yeah, agreed. <laughs> <laughs> is this just me reading about? Qu- and we'll just make noises like and then we'll be on. Um, Nathaniel Hackett's gone to the Broncos, um, which. That's quite an interesting one to me. Um, maybe worthy of a bit more than the grunt um, because of the Green Bay connection and the impending Aaron Rodgers departure. Uh, now, despite Rodgers allegedly buying a house in Nashville, uh, I'm not sure <laughs> if there's too much fact to any rumours of him going to the Titans. Uh, rumours of Rodgers going to the Broncos, though, um, seem much more worthwhile. It's almost like Aaron Rodgers is wealthy enough to buy a house in every state. <laughs> so why him buying a house anywhere as news is beyond me. Um, I Have you seen Yeah, Titans I can see Twitter? that happening. <laughs> no, I don't follow much of it. I think uh, a grand total of two people in that circle, generally. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was, it's just the typical off-season nonsense, and we haven't even got past the Super Bowl. 
but the the yeah the Broncos and, and that hire it seems like a relationship that could potentially work. And is I mean, has he done that good a job in Green Bay? Is that even what it's about? Well, I mean that 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 will be that will be how it plays out, isn't it? Right? It will be. It's it just it felt like a bit of a, a left field appointment to me. If you, you take, you know, an offense that's clearly functioned okay, but if you take, and this this is the thing with all these this the, the, these coordinators that have got these um, like high flying elite quarterbacks. If you take the coordinator away from the quarterback, are they still the same guy? Which is what I think is hurting um, potentially someone like Eric Bieniemy from getting a job, um, and potentially did the same for Byron Leftwich. Um, although there's you know probably quite some obvious other reasons for those two not getting jo- jobs as well. But Nathaniel Hackett, I don't know. Unless he's about to be followed by said quarterback, it feels like a funny hire to me. They've also taken the offensive coordinators, also come out of um, Green Bay as well. Um, who was the tight ends coach in Green Bay. So, yeah, we'll see. I think the Packers have got a good guy in Hackett. He always came across as kind of knowledgeable, enthusiastic, inspirational, relatable when he was in uh, Jacksonville. He did more than anyone expected with the Blake Bortles-led offence, got us to the championship game, also on the back of the strong defence. You can't argue with that, but he's still got more offence than we expected from Bortles, Marquise Lee, that group of players who weren't particularly star-studded, let's put it politely. With, any, with Bortles, though, surely anything other than zero points is more than you would expect <laughs> from, from him, right? And that's the point, right? He's um, The Broncos have looked good on offence, and sorry, good on defence, and have underperformed on offence for the last two or three years. That's partly down to the quarterback recruitment, but it's partly down to the way they've been schemed and coached in offence as well. They've had problems there. So they were crying out for someone coming in with a track history of decent offensive um, efforts. And they've got that now. I mean, a lot, I think, will depend on how their ownership change goes as well. The club's up for sale. So, you know, time will tell for them. But I, I think it's a good choice on their part. And regardless of what he's able to do, if they don't have the proper quarterback, it, don't, it won't make any difference, right? Well, quite. If they can get that quarterback, I mean, the Broncos have got recent history of finding an ageing elite veteran yep. um, to plug in and <laughs> suddenly bring them success. When they're, they're probably not, obviously, a, a lot of the guys are all different, but in a lot of ways, a similar, similarly balanced roster. Yeah. You think he might get a, he might have that relationship that means he can get a bit of a better deal on that trade as well because Green Bay probably will be happier with him going to the AFC if they've got to trade him somewhere and you're probably going to give a better deal to the guy that you know that you trust and that's done well for you. The thing, the thing that counts against Hackett here is the same thing that counts against the likes of you know, Mike McDaniel's in terms of they're a coordinator that sits below a, a, a head coach who's known a for calling the not plays. Play and, calling, you mean, exactly. So yeah. there's that yeah, yeah, yeah. there's that thing of no one really knows how much and, and so much more in there's so much more importance to what they're doing behind the scenes. So all of that stuff that they're doing in terms of installing playbooks, working out, you know, play schemes and all that kind of stuff, that's so much more important less, potentially than just calling plays because you could bring a guy in to call plays if you wanted to do that and just be a head coach 
but you just don't know from a from a fan perspective and from a kind of you know outside the franchise perspective you just don't know how much that guy has on his plate and therefore how that will translate to a head coach you mentioned mike mcdaniel that might be a nice little segue he has been hired by the dolphins no i don't think did anyone see that one coming it's been um, talked about in niners circles for a while that it it was likely he was going to get a head coaching job somewhere probably this year possibly next yeah, but year, but your, probably this year all the noise seemed to be about your defensive coordinator <laughs> well i think he i think he probably would have it would have been a coin flip between him and dude who got it uh, uh, for the vikings because um he pulled himself out of the job running when he was in that final interview stage i think he just wants to get more experience but he's only been defensive coordinator and he's he stepped up from linebackers coach the previous year whereas mike mcdaniel's been basically been doing an offensive coordinator job for five years now shanahan basically said he's not they promoted him to oc because they recognized what he'd been doing and they didn't want him being poached for anything other than a head coach job so he's basically been doing that role for four or five years now and it's a weird it's a slightly weird one because he comes across as this like super super smart massive stoner college student type and i just can't marry that with guy who's going to run an entire team <laughs> well we we will see um you keep mentioning you keep dropping in other other hires in this conversation which is making my life easier the vikings <laughs> by kevin o'connell that's the dude uh, that's the one <laughs> um luckily i've prepared i've got all the names <laughs> <laughs> um yeah I, the, I don't know where the vikings are really i mean they're Kirk Cousins, you just sort of think, how far can they? How far can they go with him? Um, I'm guessing that's not going to change um, this year. I don't um, think it can, can it? I think they're tied to him for at least one more season, mm. just because of the dead cap. But I, I don't know. I, Kirk Cousins isn't a great quarterback, but he's capable of running. He's not a bad. He's not. A, he's not a bad quarterback, though. Right. He's like, he's fine. Not for he's a lot sad. of the season. He was a lot of the season. His stats at least were very very good. And O'Connell's another one who comes in because he's in a McVeigh underling where people just don't know what to expect. We're rattling through these. This if, is if, good. The Vic, if the Vic, the bottom line is, if the Vikings can keep Dalvin Cook fit, they can do what they want with Kirk Cousins because they, they've got that massive running option. Um, that seems to get got, harder and got, harder by the it, year. Uh, though, well, it? it certainly does. And they've got Jefferson, they've got Thielen who keeps churning out the yards. You know they're they're dangerous on offense, even with Kirk Cousins, which you know it's not it's not a bad thing. I don't think the Vikings offense has been the problem this past no, year. Exactly, I think it's right. been the defense, and that's where they've got to get things sorted out. If they bring in a good defensive coordinator who can just marry that all together, that they don't they shouldn't be a team that needs the offense to win them games, but they should be a team that's dangerous enough dangerous enough with those weapons to put up forty points any given week. Yeah, that's kind of why I expected them to go for a defensive-minded guy to replace. And I know that it's often the way that you replace the guy, like in Zimmer, who's a, a big defensive guy, with you go in another direction to bring in an offensive guy. But as you rightly pointed out, it's not been their offense that's been the problem. It's their their aging defense that's lost a lot of players and lost a lot of talent. Um, that I kind of expected them to go for a, a more of a defensive-minded type of guy. Okay, the... 
the Jags, Pat. Um, I'm trying to remember the timing. I think this did this news break just well, certainly since we've last recorded Doug Peterson. It was almost the, it was the next day, I think, wasn't it? Yeah, and I'm kind of less high on this than I was than than the average Jags fan. I think from what I've read on Twitter and about you're, the place, you're, you're you're higher in every way than the average Jags fan, Pat. Oh, appreciated. It's yeah. He's just been blazing since the start of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> he won a Super Bowl with the eyes. <laughs> he won a Super Bowl with the Eagles, right? And that's what people get excited about. But Myers won national championships with multiple sides, and look how that turned out. And when you look at his record overall, he has that one incredible season, and then a couple of nine and seven seasons, and then a dross season, and got fired. So it feels like a middle of the road, all right, higher, which it could be worse, but it could have been better. I'd have been more excited if they'd followed through with the left, which and Wilson hires, because that is, I don't know, just a bit more of an unknown, which feels like it has maybe a higher ceiling than this one, which is steady, but maybe steady is what we need. Would you be more excited if he was bringing in a GM as well? 100%. Yeah, I think even if it the, was the same head coaching yeah. hire. Yes, because the retention of Bulky means that I feel like the success that Pedersen could have will be hindered. So I can't get as excited about it as I would do if we weren't making the other changes that I feel need to be made in the organisation to allow us to have the success we want. I almost feel like in the next couple of years, it's it almost could be win-win because if, despite expectations, Bulky doesn't ruin your roster and Pedersen can get the job done and get you in the playoffs, great. And if Pedersen fails to get the job done within a year or two, they'll clean everything out and that includes Bulky. The big positive, I think, is we've seen a lot of positives around the hire and his character and all that sort of stuff. And then the people he's been bringing in afterwards, there's a lot of genuine praise and positivity from areas around the NFL and the media that don't need to be being that positive about it. Whereas last year, you know, we brought in (laughs) a racist guy who then had to leave again immediately because of the scandal it caused. And some other people who went on to have no real fanfare and flop. So, I should be more positive than I am probably, but I'm, you know, I'm tempering it a little bit after last year. I think it's a good hire, partly because I think the Eagles organization has a quite a lot of toxicity around it, and their continued failure to do anything other than that one Super Bowl, I think, puts them in the category of I'm not sure many people would have been able to to have the level of success that he had there. So he feels like he's a man who could produce something despite being able to succeed despite issues in the organization yeah Yeah, that's fair i don't know whether those two nine and seven seasons were overachieving or underachieving that's a fair point okay we we mentioned the raiders and josh mcdaniels last week um so well i don't see any need to have the same conversation again i mean well no we we should talk about the fact that he's still there yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, well done, Josh, uh, for stick, sticking it out so long. Um, well, well, well played. I mean, by the time we next record, who knows? Um, Mark, Brian Dable has how now under a 
a bit of a cloud that we kind of talked about last week, but that's not his fault. Um, he's he's gone to the Giants. Um, I mean, we we sort of touched on it. I don't think we've really talked about the hire in in amongst everything else with Brian Flores. Um, but I think if you put that out of your mind for a moment, um, this feels like a good guy and and a good hire for them. Yeah, I think so. Um, it's again, a lot of it is down to. Um, how his scheme translates to a new quarterback, and your he's, he's followed Joe Schoen, who is was Daniel hired... Jones as good as Josh Allen? I, I think that not quite at this point. Nearly though, <laughs> no, about about as accurate, I think. Yeah, I mean, yeah, very similar. <laughs> Josh <laughs> Allen stepped up a little bit the last couple of seasons. He's but... definitely as good. He's very cons- like, He's he's as good as running as as Josh Allen is. <laughs> nope. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, that that's going to be a still challenge. all I think about when I think of Daniel Jones. Is, is <laughs> yeah, I've, the landmine on the field. quite right, quite rightly, quite oh, rightly man. too. It's um, also that's now the fumble, isn't it? <laughs> <That's> <laughs> yeah. all, you get, you get, he'll fail to win the starting job next year, and that'll all we'll ever, all we'll ever think about of him ever. Probably, um, yeah. It, it, it's he's done. He's done a good job in Buffalo. Um, Reading between the lines, I don't think people in in Buffalo are, are dreadfully disappointed um, that he's that he's gone and that they wish him very well. Um, the key thing for for us was that there was a lot of talk that he was going to take the QB coach Ken Dorsey with him as the offensive coordinator, um, and so the Bills promptly promoted him to be the offensive coordinator very, very quickly, very quickly, like, yeah. yeah, like the next day. Um, which <laughs> like they'd already had the discussions yeah. two weeks ago. Oh, totally, yeah. And um, Dorsey served as the, the the quarterbacks coach for the past three seasons, and is credited for being the man who molded Josh Allen into the quarterback that he is. So um, I, I don't know how much experience he has from a play calling point of view, but ultimately I think all he needs to do is say every single play, go and do your thing, Josh, and that'll that'll be enough for me. So yeah, good luck to him. I do think there's an element with the Giants of having completely cleared house at the very top of that organization they'll be given some patience and some time to build up a roster there and produce something yeah, that can it's, pot- it's potentially compete yeah i get that but i do feel like this might be a little bit of a give it i mean the media won't be patient with them but the ownership might and that will give them some time to to bed in there and it's time they'll need because that place is in a shambles right now yeah yeah. yeah, that's. I mean, that's that's. Are they the only team I think that is going into their season with new general manager, new head coach, new offensive and defensive coordinator? So that's going to take an awful lot of time for all of that to bed in for the, what they want to do to be um, to be listened to. And uh, you, you're going into a brand new playbook from both sides of the ball. I still don't expect the Giants to have a particularly good season, but it feels like these hires are at least a step in the right direction. You you have to give when you've got a new setup like you have to give them as rich says a chance to stamp the to stamp, well stamp themselves on it and give them a chance to rebuild properly because they've not got much to work with from the start yeah i think i think martindale that don uh, wink martindale um the old ravens dc hire as their dc is a good move for them um because they've got a lot of talent in in um in new york on defense they're just they just haven't really displayed it for the longest time so i that that could be a potentially good move for them, I think. Okay. All right. The Saints have promoted Dennis Allen to replace Sean Payton. Not that anybody can 
anybody can do that. It's going to feel like a very new New Orleans Saints, I think. Um, I, I, I kind of have mixed feelings about this one. On the one hand, he's he's done an exceptional job as a coordinator. On the other hand, I remember how he was as a head coach. He was one of the <laughs> sats on the plane back from London Brigade. I see Trickle. Yeah. Um, yeah, Pat, you were... Uh, had some thoughts on this by your expression. Well, he's my coordinator of the year nominee, so I feel I could vote for him for a certain extent. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully he's learned from past failures. He's got a massive rebuilding job there, but I can see that having someone from the inside who can mirror that past success, maybe, it's uh, hard to find another Drew Brees, I guess, but the parts are there, uh, yeah. I think, for him yeah. to uh, build that back up again. You say that when you start running backs in prison for five years for assault uh-huh. on a felony <laughs> on a felony charge, uh, which isn't going to happen. By which isn't going to happen, by the way, because you know he's, he's too good. He's good, um, <laughs> yeah. you know, and, and and the evidence isn't as damning as a, a burning fireball car on a Las Vegas street. No, but um, on on that, did you like the way that? They they delayed the arrest until after the Pro Bowl had finished when the <laughs> when the offence happened the previous day. Shows how serious yeah. it was, doesn't it? Yeah. Well, fact, he had to, he had to be on the he had to be on the field for the um, the final uh, AFC NFC team game, which was dodgeball. I, <laughs> having watched a few snaps of the Pro Bowl, please I, don't, I, please please don't. Do we do we do this? Just don't, they should never play that game ever again, ever again. I, Russ suggested in the chat just do the skills stuff because they actually seem to give a shit about winning at that. But th- don't bother I, playing the game. Do you remember that thing? I, I'd much I'd prefer that instead of giving the the number one pick to whoever comes last, that the two teams with the worst record have a playoff and whoever wins gets the number one pick. I see, I'd I've much seen, prefer I've that. I've seen that debated. I've seen that mooted, and not just this year, but in previous years. But it's really flawed. I think. Oh, it's yeah. a horrible you've, idea. You've the got players... those two teams have suffered enough. We don't want another game. <laughs> but I'd much rather watch that than what the fucking Pro Bowl is. Yeah. And they, I can see the be... neutrals would rather watch that torture, yeah. but it's not fair. Leave us alone, you It would still be, be a better game. game that oh, yeah, it'd be better game, pick but not a like... game I want to see. The only thing I saw of it was Mac Jones' skill challenge. And, yeah. Whatever. I saw okay. I saw the thing that got shared. I think Adam, you might have shared it on Twitter of the commentator exactly. who who as I can't remember who the the running back was catches it out of the backfield and gets James Con- it was James it was James Connor yeah slammed to was... the turf by Harold Landry <laughs> yeah. it was the whole thing was just That's... a it was laughable yeah That's possibly the only good thing to come and, out of and that. I get it. I, right, I get I it. Get I, I get the. I get the players like just a month away from free agency. Play people not wanting to get injured and stuff. Like I understand it. So why bother doing it at all? Yeah. Other than it just it doesn't make any sense. Get all the players there. Have a celebration. I said that what they should do is do all the skill stuff, but do it on Super Bowl weekend. So turn the you have the Super Bowl on a Sunday. You have all the skills games. You have all the players there ahead of the Super Bowl. You know, turn it into a whole weekend rather than this bullshit pro bowl thing that nobody really cares about yeah i'd rather watch them just have like a barbecue and have a laugh with each other <laughs> <laughs> that would be more entertaining it's the watch, no, no. Wait, wait what we should do is they should turn it into a still las vegas based but a reality weekend where they just follow the players <laughs> around while they get shit yeah that would be good 
A bit like um, Ibiza Weekender or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> NFL stars in Vegas, uncut. The hobo. <laughs> <laughs> well they need something to fill in that middle weekend that always feels like this is the argument for the pro bowl is you've got you've got to have that bye week so that players can get the hobo it's called it. the hobo yeah. from now yeah <laughs> i quite like the idea of like a popular players combine i could live with that i won't pay any attention to it but it's not offensive yeah it become like the tri- it become like the three point challenge and the dunk competition in NBA All Star right. Weekend that people love, and you know, given that, fuck it, make them play basketball for all I care. Just like if they're not going to play American football, then just well, like, get that's... get with get with flag, you know, get them playing flag ball. If they're not going to do full contact, no, then don't no, do any contact. No, don't bother, don't bother. That's just, <laughs> that's all they're doing anyway. Um, yeah, fact. What amazes you... me is the restraint, because like. The first time a wide receiver celebrates something, if you're a defensive back, you just want to hit him as hard as you can the oh, next time he's trying to catch something. Uh, genuinely, if I'd been a defensive back of like any other team, watching fucking that prick from the Pats do the gritty in the end zone, I would have wanted to light when him he up. When he was already Exactly. Yeah. I would have wanted to light his ass the fuck up. And um, yeah, very un- unbelievable restraint. The, uh, I always think of Sean... Sean Taylor um, taking out yeah. Hunter. <laughs> yeah. <And> absolutely <laughs> nailing him. That bring, if you're not going to bring that back, don't bother. Um, you know, rest, God rest his soul. Uh, but yeah, don't don't bother with this. It's just it's <laughs> unwatchable. It almost feels worse this year than like like I said, I haven't watched the Pro Bowl in years, but I don't remember even like more recent ones having this amount of backlash for being terrible. And like for the the touch tackling as as we've seen in this one, yeah, rubbish. It used it used to be you'd at least like players were running like eighty ninety percent speed three or four years ago. When I when I watched it and then went, oh no, this is shit. I don't know why I'm bothering. But they were running that the stuff that I saw that that particular play. I mean, Connor's running at maybe forty percent speed. It's a jog out of the backfield. And a yeah. job it's to getting tackled. It's bought food. It is, yeah. It's just, yeah. And, but the, the problem is the same arguments we're talking about doing the skills challenges, but the same arguments apply there. Fucking Micah Parsons won the fastest player because Tyreek Hill basically walked it. And um, it's like, what's the point? Do I yes, use my I appearance think... fee if I just cross the finish line? Yeah, Fair yeah. Enough. Exactly that. <laughs> did did think, Tyreek think... Hill, he didn't do the 40 yard dash in the combine, did he? Because he had that issue hanging over him with with the off-field stuff. The the police weren't chasing him, Hardner. Right, <laughs> <laughs> right, that's more than enough Pro Bowl chat. I don't I don't it's how do we get in there? We've what just done a good ten minutes head coach. I've still got another head coach to go. <laughs> <laughs> I love our segues, it's great. <laughs> but it's it's not like the preseason that kind of needs fixing. The Pro Bowl we don't need a Pro Bowl. Right. Nope. That's the bottom line. You can um, just put up for a week and we'll have all have a rest. It'll be fine. Yeah, we're going to yeah. forget about you. Oh, I forgot yeah. to watch Super Bowl because there wasn't a game for a week. <laughs> <laughs> forgot to watch it. <laughs> so I thought you were finished. <laughs> <laughs> it all cold. You had championship right. games. That's how you finish things, isn't it? Pre nineteen sixty. Yeah. Well. All right. Last head coach, as promised. Um, Lovey Smith. Has has been hired by the Texans. There we go. That's the head coaching stuff done. 
that's that's a poison chalice, isn't it? Oh, absolutely. It it it's just it whiffs a bit. I don't know. You feel that he's just going to be the next scapegoat. Right. Um, I mean, I hope I'm wrong. I've... And there's another thing about this as well. That if you if you had a look at it, it was as soon as it was announced, and I completely expected it, and sure enough, it happened. Ninety five percent of the comments were something on the lines of, "Well, you know why he's been hired, don't you?" As though, oh, yeah. alluding to the fact that he's got the job because he's black. Because he's got a great beard. Yeah, that does have well. a great beard. It does a great he beard. Does. And um, he didn't. He didn't have that before. So maybe that will bring him <laughs> success. <laughs> he, he didn't have it in the past. It's like I, I don't know why I was surprised, but I kind of like even, even just like just fuck off, people. Yeah. Yeah. Um, one more positive one we should mention is uh, Rich Versace going to special teams for the Green Bay Packers because it was their biggest weakness last season and uh, he's done pretty well there at the Raiders. You know, they had the best punter last year, the best field goal kicker last year as well. So one of the more reliable parts of that organisation missed out on the head coaching carousel, but I think it's a good hire for Green Bay. I mean, a lot will depend on whether they invest some actual funding into the player personnel there as well to give him something to work with but I'm Pat, kind of glad he's ended up somewhere more uh, sorry less dysfunctional Pat only only you only you could bring up uh, a special teams coach hire it's really impressive <laughs> why isn't Jeff Reinbold getting one of those yeah, that's a, yeah, exactly just, right bring back <laughs> Judge Reinbold <laughs> can, I, uh, can I have one one um, quick mention as well for um, for Anthony Lynn going to as the assistant head coach at the 49ers that seems to me to be a really progressive and decent signing for them as someone who's done a good job elsewhere and um i think why, could why have isn't that someone else why hasn't he got he should uh, have had another head coaching a, shot it's it's a very good oh, point still yeah it's a very good point and i hope that this leads on to him getting another head coaching gig somewhere else because he's done a, a, a reasonable job in in when he was at the bills and at the chargers um and i think he has something to the niners i think he will uh, he will improve them significantly i completely agree i'm slightly surprised that after losing mcdaniels we haven't given him an oc title but shanahan has in the past run without an oc so i'm guessing that he's i mean he's assistant head coach so yeah. I just assistant to the head coach. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't the, know why I said that. <laughs> the, uh, offensive, the, the offensive coordinator thing, like I, I don't know because he did a good job in that last role quite why he got sacked there. And I mean, as good as you can do for the lions. Um, and then again, yeah, I'm with you guys why he wasn't offered or at least in the running for head coach jobs, but yeah, hopefully, I mean, I'm I'm excited to have him. I think it's I think it's a a great hire. I'm just slightly surprised that we got him for that role. It feels like it's too small of a role for him, if that makes sense. Well, yeah, yeah, that, yeah that's well, well. my original point, really. I think, but um, maybe it, maybe it leads to greater things for him. Hopefully, it does. Okay, um, bit of a left field possibly a non-story that I read. Uh, but I just wondered what your views are, if this actually means anything. Um, but some eagle-eyed people have spotted that Kylan Murray has mm-hmm. unfollowed the official Cardinals accounts on all forms of social media 
and removed anything that links himself to to the Cardinals. Um, it, I mean, uh, Cardinal fans jump on us. He didn't follow them in the first place, but he has removed posts related to the Cardinals from his account. Okay, I didn't know that. That well, I mean, it hardly matters. No, absolutely. <laughs> but, well, it's it's a point of pedantry, and I know you like those. I do. I do. <laughs> It's a classic. It's a classic social media non-story in terms of, it's almost certainly driven by his agent trying to get his long-term deal signed and tied down, and the just the threats of, oh, what if you know fans getting antsy about what if we lose him and all that kind of shit. It's it's bullshit. It's Cam Newton did this on numerous occasions. Loads of people have done it. Play fucking well first, Kyler, and then mm-hmm. start worrying about that type of shit. He did play well, just only for half a season. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> all right um i want to mention this just because i love it and it's it's gonna bring a bit of interest now i called it the xfl in the whatsapp group earlier i was swiftly corrected um the oh, fact by, by pat, by pat who, <laughs> who also got the name of it wrong um, he's been hired by michigan i don't know what they are michigan barracudas barracudas whatever I've no idea. <laughs> I don't know. So I don't even know it's Michigan. I think it's up that way. Commandos. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, he's been hired by an a USFL team as their head coach, and there are loads of pictures of him standing in his cool polo shirt with those snazzy jeans. <laughs> <laughs> um, and it like Jeff Fisher's carried this like nine and seven bullshit thing for a few years, and. <laughs> Like I, I love him as a head coach. Like his his image is his image is what it is. But he's going to bring some interest to this, like regardless of what you think of him, he is he will have a lot of fun, um, and there won't be there won't be much pressure in that league. Um, it might make something that's probably unwatchable become a bit watchable. See, I disagree about the unwatchability of like XFL and all that kind of stuff. It's, it's, oh, it's terrible. Some of it's bad, oh, but I've seen some good bad. games in some of those in the, there were the odd bits of XFL that were good last year. The problem is it, no one has any patience with it. So it's never given enough time to actually, you know, become something. And I don't know. I mean, Jeff Fisher, like you say, will have, will have fun there. Like he's, He's going to get paid, I presume, a fuck ton of money to coach in that league. Well, so unless his checks bounce, not. because most of these leagues don't last yeah. longer than two or three games. He'll get paid a fuck ton of money for a month. And, you know, that might be enough. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm with and, Rich on this. I enjoyed some of the XFL. I enjoyed some of the European League of Football stuff I watched last summer as well. So it's... um. It'll be interesting to see how it turns out. There's already rumours that they'll merge with the XFL. So, you know... Big up the uh, Michigan Panthers. It's something to watch. (laughs) It's something to watch when there's no football anywhere else. And it's the kind. So I don't know if you guys have ever bothered watching significant amounts of Canadian football, but fuck me, what is up with three downs? (laughs) (laughs) At least the rules are close enough that I can watch it and sort of enjoy it. Like if college football was on when the NFL wasn't, I'd watch an absolute load of it. Yeah, yeah, that's that's true. Agreed. I mean, I watched four games of curling this weekend. I watch any fucking sport. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what it is about curling. Curling is like really, really engaging during the Winter Olympics, and the other three and three quarter years, I couldn't give a fuck. 
No. Like other than like three and three quarter years, it's like I watch it for about like a week every four years, and that's it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, but you're right. It is. It's gripping. How have we got here? <laughs> so well, there's nothing else to talk about. <laughs> I've, I'm just checking. I've got another head coach that I've missed that we can go back to. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we established um, last week we don't give a shit about GM highs. No, no. Um, uh, we should probably mention the game that's upcoming this week. Um, I was thinking about this. Can you remember? We, can you remember when we used to preview these by like trying to convince Russ who was going to win the game? <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you what. This is how far we've moved on. Should we just ask Russ who's going to win the game? Yeah, let's do that. <laughs> I already know that answer. Uh, it's the Rams. <laughs> there you go. There we go. There we go. Much. Matt, Matt That's our long snapper podcast Super Bowl preview. Done. <laughs> so Matthew Stafford, as predicted by me, the very week after Matt Stafford signed for the Rams, I predicted he would take them to the Super Bowl. I just wish that some of you would have bet me some money. Well, I wouldn't have bet you some money. I, I was big on the Rams. Um, yeah. And I'm very much with you on Matthew Stafford. Because no, bang, I, average, bang average quarterbacks don't tend to make it to the Super Bowl, do they? So it's, you, you definitely can't say that. <laughs> yeah, Russ, well, I, don't know, I don't know what you're saying. I mean, no one here is going to disagree with you about how great Matt Stafford is. No I know, yeah, it's mad, isn't it? No one would do that. Rex Grossman made it to the Super Bowl. So that, I mean, that argument falls a little yeah, bit flat. Right. Yeah. Uh, but... he, he made a superb line of tomato-based sauces. <laughs> <laughs> Two Rex Grossman mentions in one one episode of this podcast. Yeah, he, he Matt Stafford ain't no Rex Grossman. Um, he's no Trent Dilfer. He is he's he's not bang average. There you go. Correct. Um, uh, he will no doubt pull out a bang average performance to undermine everything that Russ has just said and I've just said. But I don't know. I I'm backing the Rams. There you go. It doesn't matter if he's bang average because that defense will destroy the Bengals' offensive line, and they won't get a chance to put up points. I don't. I mean, do you know what? I I feel this game's weird. I don't. I don't have strong feelings either way to to who should win it, because it, I think you look at it on paper and you think the Rams have probably got the better roster, but but then have they? When you look at the the weapons that are open to the Bengals. Offensive line, that offensive line, yes, it was terrible against the Tennessee Titans, but how much of that was the Tennessee Titans pass rush? Because they didn't look at all bad in the championship game against the Chiefs. Um, they kept... The, they, well, breaking news, the Rams have got a pass rush as well. They, yeah, have, they, but they have, they have. But the Chiefs pass rush was... They, they didn't get any pressure on... Quite, exactly. So was that not down to the offensive line? No. <laughs> so what I, don't, <laughs> I don't think the Chiefs pass rush is anywhere near good as the Titans or the Rams. I, I would agree with you, but I, I think that I don't think it's as much of a factor as you might have thought. And then, then you look at it and think, well, can the Bengals D, because they've not been like as, as um, lauded as much as everybody else, but actually it's been their defence that's got them through games in the playoffs. So I think this is a genuine coin flip of a game. I'm I think the, the, the Bengals for multiple reasons, but I think they've looked more convincing against better opposition in recent games. Yeah, yeah, I, I totally agree. And you look at the Rams; they could easily have lost both games that they played, both the games that they've had. There were, you know, save for a, if Jarquiski Tart catches an easy interception, 
the Niners probably... Don't put Rich through this again. <laughs> Amazingly, that wasn't me throwing things at the table. That was putting <laughs> his notes. If he, if no, he I was trying to that, do an impression of that attempt to catch. If he oh, catches okay. that, then they lose that game. They had There was every chance when Tom Brady throws what ended up being his last touchdown pass in his career, thank fuck, that the the Buccaneers come back and win that game, except for that one drive right at the end where, where Stafford played well. They could easily have lost both those games. And yet, for some reason, I still kind of fancy them to win it. And I can't yeah. really work out why, because I think... That's that's Bengals, where exactly where I'm at. But Yeah, I think the Bengals are every bit as good. I think, I think there's been a lot of talk about how good the Rams are. And I do think they're the most well-rounded team in the NFL. Like, they... A lot of people talked about Green Bay. I think we talked about Green Bay being that team. I think they're up there as one of the very best, most all-rounded. Bengals have clear flaws. Everyone's expecting the Rams to be better. Everyone's expecting the Rams to win this. I think the Bengals will love that conversation. I think they'll revel yeah, in being yeah, the yeah. underdogs. Definitely. Couldn't agree more. The sum of the Rams' parts may be better, but I think the Bengals are playing more than the sum of their parts. So we'll see this, how we this go. Is, but... This is where... This is why I fancy the Rams. And it, it, it might seem a bit nonsensical, but the Bengals have been playing absolutely out of their skins to get to where they are. Um, the Rams, I just feel, can play better. As you said, as you said, Mark, they could have lost either of those last two games. They've got another gear. Oh, it's, whether they find it or not remains to be seen. And that's, that's... I think if I, I think if both teams play to their absolute potential, then the Rams win it going away. Um, but they're just not at the moment and I think the Bengals like you rightly say are playing above where you would expect them to be I think they've got every chance I I think there's a bit of me that would prefer the Bengals to win just because they haven't gone me is 100% yeah just as much of it is because you not like the Rams Pat (laughs) (laughs) I don't know there's something about the way that the Rams have gone about doing it by you know, getting every free agent, like big name free agent, trying to create this super squad. I'd love it to fail um, <laughs> just so it doesn't become a blueprint for the future because they've, they've bet the house on that, that squad. And if it doesn't work out, they're kind of fucked for like 10 years. Well, they've after. got no draft picks left until no. 2050 or something. And, and when was their last draft, like first round draft pick? It's like, you know, it's not been for years. So, yeah, I don't know. I just, like, well, they trade. They they gave away loads and loads and loads of picks to go and get Jared Goff all <laughs> a few years yeah, ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then have done the same for Matt Stafford. So, yeah. so that's that's the thing that counts, or the the thing that emotionally counts against them for me. I'm I'm with you guys. I don't I don't like the idea of them winning it because they bet the entire farm and just fucked their future over just to try and win it once. And I think it'd be hilarious if that fails. I also think that. If it succeeds, it'll become much harder to do because you then would have multiple teams scrapping over those big name players and trying to do it in that same way. And all of a sudden, you know, you can't just pull in anyone you want by throwing a fuck ton of picks at it or whatever. Yeah. Out of interest, if you could choose to have Stafford quarterbacking your team for this game or Borough quarterbacking your team for this game, which would you pick? Oh, that's Ooh. a great question. That is a great Matt, question. Matt, Matt Stafford. Oh, I, I, I purely. I don't know. I don't know how they'll. Either of them will. Res, it's both of their first Super Bowl. I don't know how they'll respond to that level of pressure. See, on the basis of recent form, I'd go Borough because yeah, yeah, he got sacked nine times against the Titans and still picked himself off of a canvas and led them to a win. Stafford, 
he chucked some good bombs, but he chucked some interceptions. He certainly looked more prone to turnovers than Borough in the course of the playoffs. So I'm less confident that Stafford will deliver at this maximum than Borough will. Yeah. Burrow's the more talented player. Stafford's got some experience, and it's whether that experience then plays for him. For me, I think, but I would have Burrow personally. I would be more if I was a team going into the Super Bowl. I'd be more excited as a fan to have Burrow quarterbacking than Stafford. I mean, he he may take them to another six Super Bowls. Yeah, um, I mean, Matt, for the Matt franchise future, it's a no-brainer. Yeah. I was talking about yeah. this yeah, specific game. Yep. Yeah. yeah. My my gut says still says Stafford though as an answer to that. I was just waiting for Mark to say Josh Allen. <laughs> <laughs> Josh Allen over anyone, baby. <laughs> I like the stat that um, that did the rounds. How there's only been two players ever that have won the Heisman and taken their team to a Super Bowl in in the first couple of seasons, and both of the other two were also called Joe. Um, <laughs> so, I love, Joe Montana and Joe Namath aren't bad. Joe, what about Joe? I'm Joe, I'm the guy. Joe, I'm, uh, Joe, I'm the guy. <laughs> Joe, I'm the guy. Unfortunately, did it in his third season. Oh, oh no. Gutted. <laughs> but, I, I, yeah. Okay, that's one thing I'm not all right with. Can we quit with this Joe cool Joe Burrow thing? Montana uh, is Joe. Thank you. I mean, yeah. sorry, like, I don't believe anybody on this podcast has, has called him that, and that will remain the case. I think right. he, he means we, as in everyone media. else. The media, the fucking media. We're not the yeah. media. We are not. We're definitely not the media. <laughs> if we were, we'd already have been sacked a long time ago. That, ain't that the truth? While the uh, Tottenham fans on the podcast celebrate. I'm a bit distracted there. <laughs> There have been several goals that I didn't even notice that have happened in this game. There's neither here nor there. Right, shall we? I'll tell you what. That's just a quick score prediction. Five of us. Um, and then we'll move on. Um, Rich? 28-23 Rams. Mark? 3-2 Bengals. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Wouldn't that be amazing? Pat? 31-28 Bengals. Russ. 34-23. I'm going to say a bit low, low scoring. 24-21 Rams. Um, I think that Ruled the offense, out. both offences <laughs> might make the odd mistake. Um, there you go. All right. Any other business? Um, we've got there very quickly. Have I, any other NFL business? Hope not. Nah. Good. Um, any any other business? I'm going to start um, because I fear someone else may come up with this. Um, hmm. Kurt Zuma. Um, he kicked <laughs> a cat. Yes, he did. <laughs> uh, yeah. And then punched it a few times just for good measure. I mean, now I'm not going to belittle um, cruelty to animals. Far from it. Um, it's quite abhorrent what he did. And I'd like to think that would go without saying. Um, I find some of the reaction to this a bit baffling. Um, some of the... Like, it's caused more outrage um, than, like, racism or homophobia or all sorts it, of... like. It, it's had more some of more stick than fucking Mason Greenwood had last yeah. week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Good. yeah. Another great example. It, it seems to... And it, 
it's normally dogs that get the amount of love. Um, in this case, it's a cat. Uh, but we 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 rank animals ahead of humans. Now there's not um, that in itself. Right, um, it's fine. Um, but the th one thing that I picked up on it was a, it was a chat with uh, with uh, Greg um, from <laughs> Betway, uh, who are West Ham's sponsor. Now oh, Chris Packham tweeted this morning, um, and he tagged basically every company that had an association with West Ham calling them to question that. Um, now, is there anybody out there that thinks like Betway or any of these other companies, there were plenty of them, uh, that they condone cruelty to animals? Or does he, does he think that there's anyone out there that thinks because Kurt Zuma's done this, that any company associated with West Ham should pull the plug? I, I just, I, I find it, uh, what are they supposed to respond with? Like, nah, do you know what? Oh, I'm fine with it. Yeah, just just kick it kick it harder next time, Kurt. <laughs> like, honestly, I don't I don't kind of I'm not you know, don't kick a cat. I, okay. Don't don't do that. It's not a very nice thing to do. But come on. Get a grip. I'm gonna weigh in a little bit on the side of the cat. Um, yeah, no, no, I'm, I'm... <laughs> because somebody needs to. Uh, my, my, I think no, they don't. Um, you, you brought up Mason Greenwood. I think the thing there was that he was arrested and charged, and Man United suspended him. I think people feel like with Zuma, he's back to playing football the next night, and there's been no justice. And I, don't, I don't like mob justice, so that that lot can all fuck off. But I do, I do feel like. There should be something more than just him going, oh, yeah, I probably shouldn't have done that. What I don't understand with these footballers, if you're going to do dick things, why are you allowing people to film it? And, you know, because he doesn't well, think it's a uh, dick thing. Well, is that is that that may well be the case. But, you That's know, one of my other questions, who's, stop, who's released that video? Exactly. You know, who is it, who's was got, his, it was his brother. His brother filmed it. Well, so, and so how was that stitch up? So what's he done? What's his brother done to him that means that he he hates him that much that he's willing to <laughs> like? Because I'm assuming he hasn't sent this to the mirror himself. So I'm guessing he's thought, oh, look what Kurt's done, brilliant! I'll send this to loads of people. Like, stop being a fucking moron. <laughs> I'd love it if it came out and it turned out it was like some mechanical cat covered in fur. <laughs> I <laughs> stitched up the entire nation. Yeah, yeah. Although the RSPCA are going to notice at some point because the cat, I believe, is now in their hands. So <laughs> yeah, um, they will check. They will, <laughs> they will verify that it is a, indeed a cat. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine that. That would, be a t that would be a plot twist, wouldn't it? <laughs> it's actually just a stuffed toy. Sorry, guys. Yeah. I thought I was doing it for the lols. <laughs> would not shock me. Uh, yeah. Uh, it's just, just some perspective. Like the 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 level of outright, like I don't know. I, I'm not suggesting we should rank all sorts of all the abhorrent behaviours, but something's not quite right. What would your what would your work do if a video surfaced of you doing that? <laughs> oh, gen, you, genuine genuine Mark, question. Mark, are you suggesting a Super Bowl activity for the weekend? <laughs> Can we video Adam doing that will get him fired? It's just, it's, it, that's that's the thing that, that gets me, right? 
the people, the people, Chris, Chris Kirkland went on on BBC News this morning saying it was worse than racism. It was worse than this, worse Jesus than that. Christ. Bearing in mind, people like Chad Evans are now back playing professional football. People like Luke McCormick, who was drunk, drink driving on the motorway at five in the morning and killed a family and kids, played professional football again. Lee Hughes, the striker who did very similar, played football again. You know, the, all these things, and, and it sort of softly kicks a cat that slides across it. Like, they need to have some perspective. Wasn't that softly, to be fair. He didn't boot it, that's for certain. Kind of did. <laughs> kind of booted it quite he hard. He did not. I mean, he, he could have volleyed it. He didn't. He half volleyed it. And he, so he so are you criticising his technique fact, now? <laughs> if, if anything, if anything, it was a, if anything, it was a strong centre-back touch. I mean, it stayed. It didn't, it didn't go in the air. Are you suggesting <laughs> he was just trying to control the cat? <laughs> yeah, and it came down he, and he kicked it a bit hard? I mean, Kurt Zuma is not the world's best ball playing centre half. So you could argue he was trying to bring the, the cat down on the fault. Russ, and it got Russ, don't it. don't judge. He didn't hook the cat uh, right <laughs> of the uprights from 30 yards, did he? Yeah, but he wasn't well, concussed he, at the time. He wasn't concussed <laughs> and he wasn't also being charged, was he? <laughs> he might be. I don't think it's a good thing to do. Like, don't kick, <laughs> don't, don't kick your pets, listeners, please. It's not nice. Animals, animals are good for us. Don't do that. Um, um, if you're I a listener who was going to kick, kick their pet and yeah. then doesn't kick their pet because of our advice, get in touch. Let us know. Yeah, let us know. That'd be good. Um, but I also I do think that the the level of outrage in comparison to other things going on in the world is a little bit over the top. Which it's, was yeah, kind of. It's the social media from. mob mentality shit that pisses me off with this. Like he's he's a dickhead. Anyone who yeah. kicks a, an animal is a dickhead. But there's got to be some level of balance in this. Like all the people asking for him to be fired, it's like West Ham are not going to fire one of their top players. That's just not reasonable. Maybe maybe he does like sixty hours of community service with the RSPCA to like show some level of oh i'm sorry but he's been fined two hundred and fifty thousand pounds and apparently that's going to go to the rspca so they've probably done better out of it than they could have hoped for which is which is more than the hungarian fa got fined for for racism exactly yeah um let's move on please um despite it being what i came up with uh pat (laughs) any other business well i'll try and take us to somewhere slightly more positive i guess um i passed (laughs) <laughs> I sat there quietly throughout all of that. Yeah, I didn't want to touch that with an absolute barge pole. But <laughs> so violence this... against penguins. You did no. laugh at you did laugh at Adam's charged quip though. That's all right. That's a language joke, not a kicking an animal joke. Um, yeah. So I passed a fairly significant milestone in my life recently, and that's if you're a person who likes maths and stats nerd as I am. So. My partner and I got together in the May of our first term in university, which was 2002. That means of January 2020, I have spent a higher percentage of my life in this relationship than I have not in this relationship. And that, to me, felt quite significant. And uh, I bring along... That doesn't mean you have to even it up again. I bring along a lot more grumbles about it than I do positive things about it, because the grumbles are more fun to share. So I should go on record to say... I love her, and I appreciate all the small ways she makes my life better, because there's a lot of them when it gets right down to it. 
Oh, you're so nice, Pat. You're you're far too good for us pricks. And I've never <laughs> seen the kick of cat. <laughs> I just waiting really, for Russ really to hang is. up. Yeah. Oh, Ross is gone. <laughs> no, I'm still here. Pat's, you know, Pat's a great guy, and he no one can no, no one uh, no one could dispute that. Um, well, as that. as we discussed on the WhatsApp not so long ago, Pat and I are and you probably equidistant on um, levels of being a good bloke. <laughs> I'm just I just know Russ is waiting for Pat to be unmasked as a serial killer so he can go yes I knew he was a cunt all along <laughs> oh no I, you know I'm more than happy with Pat being a nice guy but it needs it, it, it's all about Pat's balance definitely never kissed yeah. a cat it, it's all about balance yeah for, for every for every one of Pat there should be one of me <laughs> <laughs> most of them are in Westminster I mean, if everyone was like Pat... Hey, I fucking... I, I resent that. <laughs> <laughs> you would find the line eventually. <laughs> Who knew that that was going to be the, the thing that offended Russ? <laughs> uh, well, why don't we go, as you said, Russ, go from one extreme to the other. Why don't you go next? Well, I don't, I don't really... Pat's missus is a fucking idiot. <laughs> yeah, well, I don't really have anything um although i went to went to bristol on on friday saturday to watch the rugby ended up drinking pretty much all day um and my friend uh, was very very drunk had to take him back to his to his house at nine o'clock put him to bed uh it was just so happened it was where i was staying he lives a fair way out of of bristol in, in westbury so i thought well you can't go back out now so i may as well go to bed so anyway i wake up needing a uh, an old man we you know <laughs> half two in the morning which Relatable. ordinarily ordinarily when you've been out on the piss you don't get into half one two so then that old man piss becomes 7 a.m it's all right but at this point it was only half past two in the morning and i could not find my way out of his spare room <laughs> I couldn't find the door handle. I couldn't. I couldn't do anything, and I started to panic. I didn't, you know. I could have. I could have quite easily put the light on. I didn't put the light on, um, but I could not, for the life of me, find the door handle, and I was very, very disorientated. Now, this story is not going to go the direction that you think it's going to go. It, it is because I listened to um, them all over, so I, I, I can reckon I can predict and, it. But and, carry on. And what and what happened is that I somehow, and I've no idea how. I fell over in the room, just fell over and smashed my head on something. And what ended up is not me pissing everywhere, but me um, bleeding from the head, <laughs> laying on the floor and twisting my knee. But I can't, there was nothing to trip over. I just <laughs> fell over and I've got a big, I had a big lump on my head and there was blood all down his wall. And uh Yeah. So set it on fire and it, it went away. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Just you know. a bit weird. Did, never, did never... you get to have a wee though? Uh, eventually, he came because I was laying on the floor. He he'd recovered from his absolute drunken stupor <laughs> to come and see if I was all right. And, I'd, um... I'd push myself. <laughs> 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 um, we'll did it all again at Adams on Sunday. <laughs> oh great what am i in for I, well, well i don't think russ is coming all this way up and um, i think the rest of you are russ isn't even going to watch the game he'll watch it in the morning 
I mean, there's a chance that's, that's going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> All right, who hasn't gone? Rich, you haven't gone. I mean, I'm not following that, so no, I've got no other business. Oh, thank God for that. Eustace. Oh. <laughs> Um, only an appeal for me we've we've covered um grassroots coaching and i know some people around here are involved in in that um i am personally and if you have a child that goes to any kind of sports club um where they're taught to play sport or things are arranged by other people don't be a dick don't try and be fucking Billy Big Bollocks and send text messages to coaches that are based on other teams not giving you accurate times and therefore you not being able to give them information. All these people are volunteers and if they're not doing a good enough job for your child for free, then fuck off and take them somewhere else or don't do it at all because it's soul-destroying when you have parents kicking off for absolutely no reason when your your coaching team are doing as good a job as they possibly can for nothing. Or if, fucking if Rich... turn up and help out. You're quite right. Yeah, exactly right. Feel free to contact the other team yourselves. It does my, does my head in. You're basically if Rich gave given... a Ben Eustace any other business, Mark's just given a Phil Elkins any other business. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah uh, it's, it's it, just it wankers. It blows everything. my mind the amount of... I mean, it's not, it's not direct, like, abuse, but it is, like, implied... Um, in, implied like, it's, anno- it's annoyance. People... It's people being annoyed that you can't give them information that you don't know yourself. And you think, you know what, fuck you, I'm not willing to go above and beyond to someone who's being a dick when I'm not getting any kind of remuneration for this. I give your child free childcare for like three hours a week. So be grateful for that and fuck off. Be polite. It's how quickly people become entitled to have something that they didn't have before. Correct. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah, it does matter. Uh, There's one or two other parents on the, the kids of my son's football team that definitely fall into exactly that category yeah it's um yeah you are getting something for absolutely nothing you literally just have to do nothing else other than turn up and that's still often not good enough for you so um go fuck yourselves there we go um that should just about do us it's a positive note to end on isn't it (laughs) (laughs) um it's been an eclectic mix as ever but yeah, next week we might have a. Well, I don't know what's going to happen with Craig's quiz. I teased it <laughs> a week ago. Um, still, hasn't if he happened. doesn't deliver, I've kind of got the feeling now that he's gonna. This is going to be something that just like never happens, because <laughs> because secretly he's not prepared a damn thing. Oh no, he's done no work no, at all yet. All for this quiz, and uh. Yeah, and it's going to be one of those, oh, yeah, I'll do it next week. Oh, sorry, lads, it's not finished yet, or I can't make it. No, 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 no. This will be even more great than that. It will be our faults that he hasn't been able to do his quiz. (laughs) Yeah. Or does this mean that he'll never appear on this podcast again? Because (laughs) every chance. He'll have to keep making excuses. (laughs) Oh, I can't make it this week, lads. Uh, um, What? I'd like, I'd quite like to hear that the over elaborate excuse that he comes up with every week to try and top it, and that he's not, that he's not allowed to use the same excuse twice. <laughs> That'll be it. We'll catch him out one week where he just, he's got to the end of the list. He's snaked back on himself, and hey. you know, once, once his third grandmother dies, we've rumbled him. <laughs>
Right. Um, yeah. Enjoy. Enjoy the Super Bowl. Um, we might chat about it after the event. Who knows? Um, but go well. We might. We might do a Twitter live. So you know, keep really? an eye. Keep an eye out really? for that. We might. We could do it. It could happen. What? Just like gathered round a phone that sat in front of us. <laughs> yeah. Why not? That'll sound quality, won't it? Just shouting you... at the TV. Yeah. Yeah. Given that we're the only people that joined the Twitter live, other than weird fetish <laughs> Jimmy Garoppolo people. That's a good point. Yeah. Look, and, should... and Niners fans. There was there was always a Niners fan or two. If we, if we were to record that, that would be right up there with that time that we recorded that draft where we only had 10 seconds and basically didn't say anything for 20 minutes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> other oh, than shouting, shouting names. For still, still some of our finest work. <laughs> right, high time I played that Joe Montana sports talk football music. Um, let's get out of here. We'll catch you soon. the other day and just flick through a whole load of um old and uh, old NFL Welcome sports to Joe games. yeah i i thought i'd gone through that one and it wasn't that so i'm now annoyed that i didn't find it it was doug who introduced that wasn't it yeah yeah, yeah. it's been in hasn't that been on since the start i th- i think I don't think the very, very first what like because we did like four or five practice shows that got broadcast, but they weren't officially like number one. Um, and I think it was about halfway through them that it it was it got added in. Right, was, it's great. I now just it's it, perfect to me. It's the long snapper music. It's not like oh, yeah. fuck, fuck those guys. They don't I'm, own any of I'm that. I'm fairly That's sure now. I'm fairly sure Joe Montana would agree. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Welcome to. Here comes the kick. Yes, Washington's lead. With the score, Washington 7, Dallas nothing.